0: Hey everyone, and welcome to the Soul Anchor Podcast, where together we'll discover how to stay anchored in a storm and how to thrive. I've invited some friends that I deeply admire and whose authentic stories will encourage you to embrace hope when the waves crash. These are friends who have navigated some fairly deep waters of unthinkable circumstances, but they've arrived back on shore resilient and strong. We will also have a segment what i call anchor coaching we'll all answer your questions about what to do and how to stand strong in a storm and give some practical helps on how to navigate that and we'll also be talking about just some fun things like staying sane, how to keep our sense of humor, how to stay distracted, so to speak, from the heaviness of the storm. And so hopefully that will be an encouragement to you as well. So I am your host, Cynthia Cavanaugh, and I am so glad you are here. Hey everyone, it's so great to have you back this week for the Soul Anchor Podcast and I can't even believe that today is December 1st. It's hard to believe that December is already upon us and I know many of you are already in the middle of your Christmas shopping and getting preparation. Some of you haven't started, you know, it happens this way every year, right? (laughs) We just... Some years are different, and this year certainly has been a very different year. But as promised, today we're going to start a series for the next few weeks in December here called The Emotions of Christmas. And, you know, there's so many things about Christmas that can evoke all kinds of emotions. And, you know, many people in my circle right now are walking through some really hard times. So there's a lot of deep emotions of sadness, of fear, of uncertainty. And then there's others who are doing okay, even in the midst of everything going on, they are maintaining and they're not feeling things so deeply. But every year, no matter what happens, I find that there's all kinds of emotions that can kind of sneak in and if we're not careful can rob our sense of joy of celebrating that little baby in the manger Jesus. You know in the days of December they can cause us to fall into the vortex of losing our Christmas joy rapidly if we aren't careful. Isn't that true? You know we know in our heads that this should be a celebration of that tiny precious baby coming humbly to a manger to bring hope, peace, and love. And yet somehow Jesus and the joy of the celebration gets lost. You know, we are by nature emotional human beings, aren't we? And those emotions are more heightened around Christmas. At least it seems to me. That's been my observation. Which brings me to talking about a movie that I saw a few years ago that really impacted me. And you're going to laugh because this is an animated movie and it was the Disney film Inside Out. I don't know if you saw it, but I just thought it made me laugh and made me cry It evoked all kinds of emotions, excuse me. And it's a story of emotional characters taking place inside an 11 year old girl who had to move across the country and all her experiences that went along with it. In the story, it's very clever how they designed it. In the story, you meet her emotions of fear, anger, sadness, disgust, and joy. And they're all delightful characters in their own way and very creative. The story stirred up all kinds of emotions for me. And as I said, it did. It made me cry. It made me laugh. and made me sad as I watched it. So as we approach December 25th, over the next several weeks, I'd like to share each week how these emotions identified in this movie can impact our feelings about Christmas and how we can actually recapture the emotion or the feelings of joy. But first, I want you to know that I did a high-level survey across hundreds of people. Okay, really, I did a Facebook simple survey asking some women to describe what makes them afraid about Christmas whether they feel mad, sad, or disgusted. Now, I did this a few years ago, but I think it still holds true for all of us. For starters, with the emotion I want to talk about today is fear, meeting fear. What does fear look like? And this is what surfaced about being afraid at Christmas from my Facebook survey. These are what things that people said. Now, I didn't make these up. These are actually things that people posted on my Facebook wall. It's that this is their fear. People won't like what I made, made them, if they're making homemade gifts for Christmas, People or food, the food part of it, or people won't like what I give them. I'm afraid of not being enough. I'm afraid of not being making people happy. I'm afraid of not having enough. And I'm afraid that I'm going to be so busy, I'm not going to have time to have a break. Do you know that fear creates exhaustion when we fall into this kind of thinking, these fears? According to the experts, fear is learned and shaped by our experiences. And fear can then become control. Did you know that controlling people are driven by fear? And in order to stay safe... They are driven to control because they are afraid of something. They're afraid they might lose it. Does that ring any bells in the house? Oh, so me, so me. I've been so guilty of that before, and I've had to stop and think, why am I trying to take so much control here? What am I actually afraid of? And this was really helpful for me when I learned this about myself because I am a recovering control freak around Christmas time. Why? Oh, it's because of the many things I listed. And I felt for many, many years that I needed to control Christmas because of how I thought things should look. They had to look perfect, how things tasted for other people. I felt responsible for how people experienced Christmas and in my home and for my friends. And then that same fear caused me to really lose my joy and what happened as a result of that is that anger would creep in, but we'll talk about that on another week. That's too convicting, right? Now, according to the, did you know there's such a thing as a Christmas clock? It's it's actually called xmasclock.com, and you can go on there and see exactly how many days and hours and minutes and seconds are left. Well, as a time of Recording this podcast, we had 24 days, 59 minutes, and three seconds left. And with that comes the ramping up of these kinds of emotions, at least from what I have observed for one specific group, and that is women. Can I get a witness, right? I mean, because I think a lot of times the majority of Christmas falls on the women. You know, we do a lot of the shopping, we do a lot of the cooking, we do a lot of the planning and the preparation not that the guys don't help and if you're a single parent it even multiplies single fold for you i mean double fold for you actually and but i think a majority of the expectations of christmas actually fall upon us and so you know it's the frantic and the frenzy it's the pressure it's the anxiety it's the relatives it's the cooking it's the baking it's the shopping and more One of the things that one of my good friends, Cheryl and I, we always say to each other is that when we're feeling a little stressed and we're sharing about, you know, not being able to get finished in time and then we just say, you know, we always, it always comes through, we always make it. Christmas always happens no matter what, whether we drop the ball or we don't get everything done, we wanna get done, it happens. And we try to remind ourselves that that's not what's the most important is having everything just perfect. So between now and Christmas Day, I want to talk about these emotions that can creep up and rob our joy. So instead of dreading it and getting emotional hives because of the pace, I'm hoping that by the time Christmas Day comes, we can experience and recapture the joy that God intends us to have. But back to our first emotion, fear. How do we then overcome the fear of not being enough or the people-pleasing trap that some of us can fall into at times? And you may not fall into it other times of the year, but Christmas time can heighten it, can't it? Because we have all kinds of emotions that can swirl around or we get triggered from all kinds of things. But here's what we can do is we can take our cue from the shepherds who received the message in Bethlehem the night they were told about Jesus birth. Luke 2:10 says, "But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people." And what I love about this when I really stop and think about, it, I've heard this verse so many times and I know you have too. But let me read it to you one more time. "But the angel said to them, And pay attention to the order of what happens in the verse. Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. So I love this because what God did through the angels with the shepherds, he, he addressed their fear first before he gave them the good news. He recognized that they were struggling with fear. I mean, I think I would be quite fearful myself if all of a sudden a great host of angels appeared. Um, But God addressed their fear first, and then he told them they didn't need to be afraid because Jesus had arrived, that the angels were coming to bring good news. And I think the same is true for us. Whatever we are in anticipation of, whatever our expectation of, whatever the lies that we are believing, whatever we feel that we're having to do or work through or navigate through Christmas, God wants to address my fears and your fears as well but first we have to acknowledge that we are afraid we can't deny it we have to afraid and point back to you know why am i afraid that you know people aren't going to like this or i'm going to pick the wrong you know meal or the whatever you know because we want to make people happy but we have to slow down long enough and to name it so i want to ask you you know. Put a pause on this podcast or right after, grab a piece of paper right now and write down the number one thing that you might be afraid of for this Christmas, the number one fear that you might have. What are you afraid of this December? You know, there's so many things that add to that too with what we've experienced with 2020 and, you know, just the uncertainty and the fears and the you know, the lockdowns and, you know, the losses and the grief that we are experiencing even on top of everything. But I would encourage you to get it out at the beginning of December here. Write it down, tell Jesus, then tell a friend and ask for prayer. Be accountable to someone. That's what I love about, you know, working through um, Christmas with my friend Cheryl. We've been friends for almost you know over three decades and we remind each other of the true meaning of christmas and we remind each other to keep things simple and we remind each other not to be afraid and not to think that we have to be in control of everything so that we lose our joy so ask for prayer ask god to help most importantly ask god to help you because if we let the emotion of fear take over then our need to control will actually take over like a runaway train and we will be miserable. Take it from me, I've done it so many times, I've made not only myself miserable, but I have made my family miserable too. And even several years ago, one of my adult children, one of my middle son, Jordan, he said to me, mom, you know, when you get stressed, you start controlling, you start to try to grab control because you are so stressed out that you're not gonna get things done. that that you're losing control. And he's right, he's absolutely right. So I try to pay attention to that. Now we can't miss the second part of the announcement. The angels told them what they could find if they let go of their fear. They told them what they could find if they let go of their fear. The angels also told them where they could find joy, because joy is a person it's not just the warm, fuzzy feelings we, we might experience over Christmas when we're listening to one of our favorite Christmas carols or our favorite songs or we're watching a fun classic movie like White Christmas. It's not just warm, fuzzy feelings. It is the good news that Jesus the Savior was born in Bethlehem, and that's what the angels told them, that if they that they shouldn't be afraid. They brought good news that will cause them great joy for all the people. And that's what they went off to see. They went to see the promised Messiah that was to be their hope and their joy for their futures. Here's what Luke 2.15 says. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. The next verse said that they hurried to see Jesus. That they hurried to see Jesus. After verse 15, it says they ran. They ran and hurried to see Jesus. You know, I want to hurry to see Jesus. I don't want to be in such a hurry to be in a hurry this Christmas season. I want to hurry to see Jesus and not be in a hurry to get past the season. You know, my fear this Christmas, if I could be honest with you, is that, and it happens almost every year, is that I won't have enough time to get everything done that I'd like to get finished. Every year, there's things that I would love to do. There's things like I would like to bake. I would like to bake some Christmas cookies. I'd like to relax and to do that. I'd like to hand write cards to people because that is a lost art and i know that every year i'm not going to get all those things done i'm not going to have those expectations so i have to take a step back and simplify so in order to make sure that it doesn't happen that that fear takes over and starts controlling everything and what i really mean by that is when the fear takes over and controlling that i really lose my cookies so to speak in the process So I am purposely, mentally preparing myself right now to choose to simplify a few extra things this year. I'm choosing for one, not to put up all my Christmas decorations. I have quite a few and every year I kind of rotate and I just decided I, I don't really need to put up everything this year. I'm not gonna feel obligated to prepare everything for Christmas. I'm actually going to let my family help. I'm going to let my kids help. I'm going to let my grandkids help me. And I might not choose to send those cards this year if I can't make the time. I kind of give myself some room and grace. I love to do it every year, but if I can get it done every other year, I feel pretty good about that. And sometimes I haven't even done that, but I am choosing to simplify because this year has been Extra difficult and hard on a number of levels. And I know that's true for many of you as well. And so I would encourage you so that fear doesn't take over. What can you simplify in a greater way this year? So let's name our fears together, okay? And let them go. And let's hurry to see Jesus every single day as much as we can to take a few minutes to have spending time with Him. And as the shepherds did to see, to spend a few moments to see Jesus. And then I really believe that our joy will be recaptured. So I'd love to just pray with you right now. I'd love to be able to just pray over you that God would be your peace and your joy. And that we would start off this December just remembering to just to let go and name those fears. So God, I just thank you so much that you you don't you say to us so many times in scripture it says do not be afraid there was angels that came and there's so many words in scripture that talk about that not to be afraid and we don't often think about being fearful at christmas but deep down i think sometimes the emotion of fear can come in and strangle our christmas joy because we have these expectations that we can't possibly meet at times And so, God, I just pray for everyone that that um, is listening today that you would help us to name what is the number one thing that would keep us from our joy with you, that the fear that would that that is lurking in the back of our head, whether we're feeling we're not going to be enough or we're not going to make people happy Or maybe we're not going to have enough to give that like we normally do. Maybe this Christmas is going to look a lot different or we're feeling a huge sense of grief or loss and that we're not going to be able to enjoy whatever it is. God, I just pray we want to give it to you right now. And we ask that you would replace that fear with your joy and that you would help us to capture um, the beauty of the season and help us to see in the simple things, and the everyday things, God, your love, your great love for us. And so we just look forward, we're anticipating and we're saying, as Advent means to wait, and we're saying, come Lord Jesus, come and help us to anticipate and celebrate your joy in your name. As we've talked about this first emotion of Christmas fear and getting that under control so we can have joy in our life I'd love to send you something to help you this Christmas to spend a few moments connecting and focusing each week with Jesus and that is just a simple advent it it's called the reality of Christmas choosing joy over chaos and you know advent really we hear a lot about advent and it started this week it started actually on sunday um, and Advent is really just the anticipation, the waiting, the waiting and anticipating. And it's really just saying in our hearts, come Lord Jesus, that we're anticipating you as, as the Israelites waited so long for the promised Messiah. We we relive that. We read scriptures surrounding that. We read the prophecies and then we read exactly what we see and I mean what, what happened and we take that in and ponder that and reflect on that every single year because that's what what we celebrate right but you know my cousin and i andrea we had a friend that created this beautiful four-week advent series that you can use personally or with a group of people for your family we had it created for the live bold series group that we have on facebook and that you're welcome to join anytime so we want to share it with you And it has activities for one, you know, you as an individual, or you can use it for your family. It has great ideas for kids. There's a reading in there. There's activities every week that you can choose from. And of course, the goal isn't to do all of them, it's just really choose one or two meaningful things. There's scripture that you can read. You can break it up, you know, throughout the week or just do it once a week just to kind of keep your mind focused. Every week has a theme and there's reflections. And so if you're already on the mailing list, then you would be getting one in the, as is an email today or tomorrow, I'll be sending that out to you. And if you're, if you're not on the email list, why don't you sign up? I'd love to have you become a part of the Soul Anchor community. I promise, I promise, I promise I won't clutter up your inbox and I'll only send you updates once in a while that I think are meaningful and encouraging to you. And so the way, the best way to do that would be just to go to my Facebook page, Cynthia Cavanaugh, and if you look on the post, you'll see the, the meme that says, The Emotions of Christmas Week 1, and in the post, you'll see a link there that you can click on where you can sign up to get your free uh, PDF. I'd love to be able to give that to you just as a way to help you, encourage you and you can join the Live Bold series community. We're going to be doing it together, you know, reading it um, on the same, and maybe posting and discussing it a little bit. We'd love to have your have your thoughts on that too. So you know we're in this together I know we've heard that phrase so much this year right Uh, with the pandemic we're in this together but we really are we really are the way we're gonna keep our head above water the way we're gonna God wants us to flourish during this time and he wants to nurture our soul during uh, you know in preparation for, for Christmas I really believe that And so if if that's something that would be of interest to you, I'd love to to give that to you. You know, there's a lot of other great books out there as well on Advent and actually in the PDF, there's some recommendations for books on Advent that you can use as well that would just devotionals that are, are really great. I've got a few and maybe I'll post some of those as well in the Facebook group. So if that would be a blessing to you, I'd love to to be able to give that to you. And you could just go to my Facebook page, Cynthia Kavanaugh, and look for the week one emotions of Christmas post and click on the link and we'll have you sign up for that. So I will see you next week and we'll do part two from the emotions of Christmas and we'll just walk with each other through this Christmas season. So have a great week and I'll see you next time. Thanks so much for joining me today on the Soul Anchor podcast. Grab a friend and join our community at thesoulanchor.com. That's thesoulanchor.com to receive the show notes and resources to help you through your personal storm. If you've been encouraged today, would you please consider leaving a review, subscribing or sharing this podcast? I'd be ever so grateful. Until next time, remember, you are not alone. God is for you and you will get through this.